welcome to the BAM Biz Talk Podcast. I've got a very special introduction guest here today, and I'm here at Eagle Shadow. And if you can see around me, behind me in the shadow, this is an amazing shop that y'all have put together. Okay. You know, so very impressive. So introduce yourselves. Tell me who you are and where, you know, about Eagle Shadow. Well, welcome to Eagle Shadow. We are, I'm Keith McClellan. This is my wife, Maribel. We st I started in the turquoise business back in the late 70s, early 80s. There used to be a store here called Castle Gap Jewelers, and I managed the store, and we did Native American jewelry. So that's where I got my feet wet. Then after that, times passed, I moved into the oil business, did that for about 40 years. And when Maribel and I got married, she would be wearing jewelry that was more costume, Kendra Scott, things like that. Kendra Scott's not costume, but I mean, it's, it wasn't turquoise. And she wanted some, and I said, well, let me take you to people I know. So we took her up to meet the folks that make the jewelry and showed her what real Native American jewelry was, turquoise, tried to show her about the stones, because I'm all about the stone. Mm -hmm. The silversmithing is important, but I'm all about the stone. Stone speaks to me. So anyway, we started getting her collection built up, and as the as my time in the oil business started waning off, she said, "Well, you need something to do." <laughs> as all good wives do. Oh know? yeah. <laughs> she said, "Why don't you, we think about starting a store, a turquoise store?" Entrepreneurs and small business owners, are you searching for ways of taking your business to the next level? BAM is your answer. We specialize in crafting high-performance marketing strategies that put your brand front and center right in the palm of your customers' hands. Not only can we create a premium website full of features that optimize your social media and digital marketing presence, but we ensure that your brand gets multiple views from your target audience and even those visiting your competition. BAM is your go-to solution in the Permian Basin. But we're not just about digital and social media marketing. We're a one-stop shop offering a spectrum of services, including business mentorship, strategic planning, market research, and access to capital. That's right. We can get you funding to expand your business. With BAM, you're not just getting a service. You're gaining a partner committed to your growth for the life of your business. Our team of experts in small business development will be with you every step of the way, offering the guidance, support, and services you need. So why wait? Kickstart your journey to success today. Call us to set up a free consultation and discover how BAM can help your business soar above the rest. 432-247-8840. Call today and get your business launched. The BAM Biz Talk Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Pachuco's Restaurant. Craving authentic and eclectic cuisine in Midland? Well, Pachuco's has you covered. Located in downtown Midland at the ever-so-legendary and iconic historic building at 316 North Big Spring Street, Pachuco's blends rich and unique flavors in a conveniently pleasant and vibrant atmosphere. Enjoy the highest quality barbecue, savory tacos, burgers, and a variety of other mouth-watering dishes that reflect the spirit of a true Pachuco cuisine. Real, authentic, and just plain different. Check out their menu at www.pachucos432.com or call 432-218-8806 to inquire, or better yet, just show up and get your shine on at Pachucos, where heritage, exquisite taste, and hospitality come together for an unforgettable dining experience. Pachucos, Midland, Texas. Contact us for podcast sponsorship opportunities. Now back to the show. And we looked at it, and that's about the time we ran into you, actually, because we were talking about it, and we said, well, there's really nothing from Santa Fe to Dallas, so Midland would be a good spot to have one. So then we started into that challenge where we met you and built the vision and the, the profile for the business. Now, as this is going along, Maribel has a vision of this store. She envisioned this whole thing. She drew it out on paper. She had pictures that she pulled up. And then she starts going around to different estate sales and picking up all these antiques and these doors. And, but I'll let her tell you. So welcome to Eagle Shadow. Thank you for having us Absolutely. today. We're excited to share our story and our journey and 
like my husband just said, we just had a passion for the Native American jewelry. But my roots go a little bit further back because when my dad passed away, he'd already told us stories of how my great-grandfather was an Indian scout during the revolution of Pancho Villa, which made him an Apache Navajo Indian. And so when he told us about that, it really drew near to my heart because I, that's where we come from. Mm -hmm. And if you guys know a little bit of history of like Texas, New Mexico, or part of Mexico. And so they settled here. And so my grandfather settled in Chihuahua, you know, near Texas now. And so that's where we're from. And so when I found out, I said, you know what, that's why the turquoise and the natives draw to me. Mm. And I was just drawn to them and how they make jewelry. And so one of them took me in and taught me how to string. And so I already had a passion to build jewelry. I would just, you know, build your costume jewelry and whatnot. But now I get to play with turquoise and real sterling silver. As real as it as gets. As real as it gets. So that's kind of my passion is to help build people's collections and to teach them how to build because it is an investment because you're, you are paying for art. Now it's considered more of a wearable art. So it's not to where you come in and, and you get everything at once. You slowly build your collection like you would a piece of art, art like Picasso or, art. or whatnot. So it's wearable art. Mm -hmm. That's what we're called a gallery. Mm -hmm. And so, and so that's kind of, that was my passion to begin with. And so as we started, we're, we're people of faith. So we started praying for the Lord to direct us. How would you want us to bring this about. And so it was really cool because when we started contemplating the idea, my husband has a dream. And in this dream, he sees the store, the storefront with the name. And so he jotted down a name and, you know, through the process of opening, we send all these names in. And so, you know, the, with the state, they have to narrow Match it down to sure, one. Right. That was the first step. We believed in what we saw. So if, if you're out there listening, we really believe in visions. If you envision it, but you write it down, you write it down and you look at it and you, and you pray on it and, and, and God will move on your faith. That's what we consider faith. You write it down, you see it. It's God given vision mm -hmm. is what we believe. Cause you know, we, we like to think a lot about ourselves. Oh, that's such a great idea, but it actually it's a God given idea. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so when you believe in it and you write it down and you envision it and you keep that close, then it'll come to pass. If you, continue to. Mm -hmm. So here the, the clue in opening a business is, do you believe in it? Yes. And that's, that's the cue. Because if you do not believe in it, when it gets hard, when it gets difficult, when you make no sales that day or that week, you're going to question yourself. 100%. And so if you have a passion and you believe that God gave it to you and you believe God will see you through it, then all those negative thoughts and, and did I do the right decision? Did I make the right choices? They're not going to haunt you anymore. Right. You can navigate through yeah, you can definitely na room. navigate right. through. So that's where we were. So we opened it up, sent in the name, and the name was available. So hence, Eagle Shadow. And so, again, the eagle is significant because it flies above the storm mm -hmm. and it goes into the storm. Right. So, again, everything is significant to to what the Lord showed yeah. us. So, yeah. And they, eagles to Native Americans, that's how prayers get from them to the Great Spirit. The right. eagle carries the message. So that's... Empowering yeah, itself. Absolutely. Yeah, so we, do, we do all this. We come see you. We don't get picked for the challenge. So what do we do then? So we buy a little bit of jewelry that we could afford. <laughs> and we go to a micro market. At, at, it was downtown, a downtown micro market. And we set up. I mean, we had a table about the size of this little one and another one. And that's all we had. I think we can count the number of pieces that we had bought. I think it was maybe 20 pieces of jewelry that we had started with. So, you know, we started small. Anyway, we started with that, went to every little pop-up thing we could get or get into. And we start generating. Now I'll tell you the first night, I gotta tell you this one. We're in the back of this building under covered parking. It's in winter time here in Midland. It's cold. Okay. <laughs> it starts snowing. We're just about done. We haven't sold not one piece. Is this snowpocalypse? Yeah. snowpocalypse? <laughs> I figured it's it. too cold too often. Yeah. It, it was not going well at all. Yeah. And we're trying to stay warm and encouraged, and it's not easy. I think it was in 2019. Yeah. That's, that's actually oh. when we started the company. Okay. 
Well, 20, 2018, we send in the name. 2019 is when it was. we were, like, legal to start right. buying. Yeah, so, <laughs> right as we're fixing to pack up, a lady walks up. And she looks and she sees a piece of jewelry we had. And she goes, oh, I've just got to have this. Well, she bought it with a pair of earrings and it made her a whole show because it was the biggest piece we had. Ah. And we said, okay. There you go. It's not, ours is not volume sales. Mm -hmm. It's the right piece getting on the right, into the right hands. Mm -hmm. That's something that that person loves and just cannot walk away from. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what exactly happened to her. She can't, she was like, I don't, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> right. She's I got to do it. And she's been one of our biggest customers ever, ever since. <laughs> so, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I love your guys' story, right? It's a beautiful story. It, and it, it, right? Like, you know, you're, you're pulling the vision down from the skies and you're manifesting it into reality, right? It's, yeah. it's not you, but you're, it's going through you, right? right? It's, it's, it's a universal kind of acceptance of what is, yeah. you know? And when it ties to your history, your roots, your literal past of what you used to do, you yeah. know, and th all those connecting pieces come together and what somebody just teaches you, I'll, I'll say, hey, come here, let me teach you how to thread. No, no. You know? no. That doesn't happen. No. Doesn't. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. So. Well, and the, what got me into the door with the natives is that I am native. Mm -hmm. You know, when I accepted my roots and I can tell them, yeah, my great-grandfather was Apache Navajo Indian. They're like, oh, so they see me as one of Your them. Family. So they, yeah, mm -hmm. they take me in. So I'm more accepted into the, the tribe, mm -hmm. into the lands, because I have history with them. Right. But... So that was the beautiful part of it. And that's kind of how everything just came about. But I do want to talk about a couple of obstacles for those that are listening yes. of, of, yeah, this is all glorious, right? You have a vision, you write it down, it's coming to pass. Our obstacles have been, where do we go from here? You know, you can write it down, you can pray about it, but when do you start acting? taking action. So when we joined the first challenge, which is the entrepreneurial challenge that you were ahead of at when that year came, we went almost to the very end. And let me tell you guys out there listening, it is disappointing when you don't get through the final <laughs> thing because you're practicing, you're nervous, you're, yeah. you know, you're anticipating, you know, all this help. But even if we would have won, we wouldn't have known where to go right. from there. Right. right. So at that time for us was, was good that we didn't when, because we didn't know what we were going to do after that. But I tell you what, after we got disqualified, we went back to the drawing board and said, okay, where do we want to go? That was very helpful. You guys made us really look at it, investigate it, prepare for it. I think that launched us to the next year. And unfortunately, after 2019, 2020 was COVID. Yeah. So then we're like, well, what, were, what are we supposed to do? Nobody was out shopping. How are we, you know? So that was a year that we had to really reflect and, and go back and ask the Lord, how do you want us to navigate this year with this company? Mm -hmm. And so we started online. So we put the company online. We bought a domain and we did the whole online deal. But when we did the research, there's millions of companies out there already that sell turquoise. So for me, I'm a touchy-feely person, and because we collected prior to being store owners, I needed to feel it and touch it. So I told my husband, well, that's an obstacle. There's millions of companies out there. What's going to make us different? I said, they need to know we're in Midland. Our Midland peeps need to know that we are in Midland, that this company exists in Midland. And that's when we started doing bigger trunk shows, bigger what would they call them? Pop-ups. Pop -up but they, yeah. They, yeah, bigger pop-up events that were held at the Bush Convention Center. So that's when they everything started to open again. For well, I just got to say, y'all just don't come pull up a little table in a little tent. No. You come stacked. Basically. That when we started signing yeah. up for these big pop-ups mm -hmm. that rent 10 by 10, they require of you. They require your setting. Your setting has to be a certain height. And, you know, and so we, we went to the drawing board. And that's when we decided what aesthetics... It's a, so branding is a big part of who you are mm -hmm. and you have to stay true to your roots. So for me, it was the rustic look, mm -hmm. the, the Adobe looking houses. Cause my grandfather lived in an Adobe house as a little girl, I remember. And so I wanted the jewelry to stay true to its roots and, and share the history with people. So hence all the rustic furniture, the antiques, you know, even to our neck pieces where we hang our, our necklaces. They're specific to the wood that we wanted to choose. You know, they were handmade. They're all, uh, they're all yeah, one of a kind. And so it's been very cool to see our brand come about. But we decided to do those pop-ups. 
But when COVID hit, people didn't want to come to our house to pick up their order. You know, it was about don't touch it, you know, don't, you know, and we, we understood. So we decided to rent a small little showroom for pickups and drop-offs because we also repair jewelry. We have a great relationship with one of our jewelers that's native and he just does all of our repairs. And so people were bringing us stuff to the jewelry to repair. And so we rented that space for a year. That was in from 2020 to 2021. And this is where we said, you know what, this is where we're gonna get our feet wet. We have to pay rent. <laughs> what is that gonna look yeah. like? That's an obstacle for people, for you sure. know, stepping out. Is my inventory, is what I have to offer going to pay? <laughs> and so we did that for a full year and it was it, it blew us out of the water because we were able to afford the rent, able to increase our, increase and increase our, our, our revenue. Yeah. Yeah. as well, awesome. even with all the expenses. So we started small, you know, we, we, we didn't show up in this place right. immediately. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. And so that's Thanks how we, we kind of tested the market too. We wanted to know how wow. well received Very important. our turquoise jewelry was going to be. And we did our, our study where we went around and said, what makes us different than a jewel, another jewelry store? Mm-hmm. You know, well, what makes us different is that we actually know the artists that make our jewelry. We can go into the reservation Mm -hmm. and pick out one of a kind pieces because the natives only make one. They do not ever replicate. When they try to replicate, they can't. Mm -mm. It's always something different. There's an intentional flaw, correct? Intentional flaw, Mm -hmm. yes. But that's the beauty of the art, you know? And so that, I think that's what really makes us the different, a different category of jewelry. Because you'll never have the same piece as somebody else out there. Why? No. No, same but different. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what yeah. we call it. I mean, it's not, it's not uh, coming off an assembly line no, in a big no. factory. No. No, there are, it's, there are. It's hands. There is some pieces out there that are made that way, but right. we don't care. Right. It's, it's hands. Right. It's yes. hands. It's hands, 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 hands on. Right. Hands and that's, that kind of ties into your story as well, right? It's part of the uniqueness. Very, very much so. So after the year, once we were coming up to the year, I looked at Keith and I said, you know what? I see us in a bigger place. So then I went back to the vision that I had written down and I said, I think it's time. So after a couple of things have gone by and even in that space, we ran into a couple of obstacles as well. We, there was times that it was really slow and it, there was times that the inventory was so low. We didn't know if we were going to be able to get it because of COVID, mm-hmm. the native Americans weren't making it. So we had to decide, do we close now mm-hmm. and, and part with it? Or do we actually carry on and and see if if we can just keep going yeah let me just say this you better know what you believe in if you're going to start a business during covid it's not (laughs) not exactly the best time no it's not i think we have that in common (laughs) you know because we started bam like i walked off my job february 28th 2020 yeah oh wow yeah yeah so right off the diving board to shark infested waters you know i tell you watch me swim (laughs) yeah yeah but you know it worked out but like yeah that if you can get through that Mm -hmm. then not much else is really gonna right move you in a bad way you know and i get asked actually recently i've been asked this question a lot so you know you you see a lot of businesses out there it's like yeah what's the best business to start right now oh you know right all the time right and i'm like well what are you into? Exactly. What, what do you, what, what, who, who what are do you, you love? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's going to drive you? Yeah. You know, what's, what's going to make it seem like it's not a job. Exactly. It's a lot of work, but it, it's not it's a 24 seven work. Yeah. But it's not a job. <laughs> no, exactly. it's not. You know, you go to it's a job, a you can't wait to get out. You know? yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, and you're, you you do not want to wake up in the morning cause you're like, you know, and then you can, you can have your time come in nine o'clock in the morning and you're not going to be there. You're going to give it nine, nine Oh five. Right. You know, you, but, if you own your own business, you're supposed to be there at nine doors open at nine. Well, you're going to be there at seven thirty, eight, probably oh, earlier yeah, yeah. saying, all right, got to get ready. Like when you guys got here, you got in and you started setting up. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you do that every day, every every day. take it out and then bring it back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just cause it's, it's valuable, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. You don't leave it out. You don't leave it out. <laughs> no. Jewelry store. Right. So there's, there's always something, you know, that you're already working before doors open. That's yes. Right. You know, hundred percent, and and you're good with that, and it's okay, and you're tired, and you're like you've had a stressful month, yeah. <laughs> right? And even after the doors close, you still stay, then and you, you do the paperwork, stay. and you do you know what mm-hmm. what you didn't finish, and and I mean you continue to work, and that's what I tell people, you know, being a business owner is not a luxury, yeah, you know it, it really isn't, but it's so rewarding because you're seeing your vision come to pass, mm-hmm. 
and you look at it and you're like, wow, you know, where we started, you know, under a little carport selling 24 pieces. Yeah. I mean, I can't even count how many pieces of jewelry that oh. we have now. <laughs> but Amazing. the transition from paying a little bit of rent to coming now here to Ally Village where we're at is another step of faith. So I think also people listening need to know is when you do the first step of faith and you endure, because it is an, an endurance race, mm -hmm. you endure and you believe and you keep going, then he gives you the second piece of the puzzle. And so then when you move out on the second piece, again, it's all over. You start over, you endure, and then he gives you the third piece. And I think that's where we were coming here. And and I love my husband because he was like, you want to go where? <laughs> and I, I said, what? <laughs> so I have been actually scouting out several shopping centers. And I told my husband, and I would go, I would make my lunch and go sit at the shopping centers. Ah, and I would watch the traffic. traffic. That's very important. Very, very important. So if, uh -huh. if you're out there and, and, and you want to know where you're supposed to go, go and sit and watch people. You know, that's very important because you've got to, Consider that into your equation. So Do right there, I want to throw that in. It's sure. Michael Crane Golden Nugget. Oh. So that's the thing I have now. Like, you know, he used to say, when you're going through the process, yeah. you find little things yes. and you tuck them away for when you're ready to use it. And that's a golden nugget right there. So yeah, Mary Bo, you just gave some valuable information. <laughs> well, it is. A gold, yeah, you go out and you you you, you scout. I was gonna say stock, but hey, you well, know, what's stock, the difference? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. The other thing you gotta watch for, not just how many people in and out of the center, when they get out of their car, are they going to one door? And back to their car, ah. or are they walking up and down? Mm. Because that's if it, if you're a specific shopper, you're just going there in and out. Yeah. So that's everything that she was watching for, and we did this together our quality time, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But you know, and and to watch the movement of the city, mm. okay? Because at that time downtown's ramping up. Mm. So do we want to go downtown? You know, I mean, do we, where do you want to be? Yeah. Where are you going to be seen? And we actually knocked on a couple of doors. Yeah. And and so we're believers of you knock, and if it's open, you walk through it. We believe that if you're supposed to do it or, or, or it's supposed to open for you, it'll open. Mm -hmm. So we knocked on the downtown doors. Mm -hmm. We know the, the girls that started the low street market, and we knocked. And unfortunately, all the spots that they were building out were, were taken. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, okay, well, that's not where we're going. And so we hit other a couple shopping centers as well, and we... Went to one and they showed me a space. I liked it, um, but it was too small, but I could work with it. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is it. Then after we received the lease, and of course, you know, my husband being a, a landman in the old business, he's great at legal documents. Mm -hmm. So he's my to go guy. I'm like, okay, you need to read this and you need to, you know, figure out the ins and outs. And he was like, okay, this is a good lease. We could work with this. So we went back and said, we'll do it. Well, when we got the inspection of this, and so we're like, well, this isn't going to work because all of our furniture yeah. is uh, wood. <laughs> yeah. And so, so we knew that door was I'm closing. Not offering a buffet for <laughs> So then we were again back to where do we go? And so we got in our car after we left that shopping center and we came here to Ally Village just to drive around. And we pull up and we see the space we're in now. And we kind of, you know, peeping in the windows. And a lady comes out from the management door and I kind of run after her and stop her and and she said you know what we are leasing let me get your information well, the first thing she said your jewelry is beautiful yes that's the very first thing she said, I love your jewelry mm. that's what we want to talk to you about. Yeah, you yes. brought that up. and so that's how the door opened here you know awesome. and so it, when we were able to again pitch our idea because mm -hmm. this shopping center is very particular and they want to keep a certain what would you call that a I don't know. Quality. Yeah. Okay. Certain yeah, quality, quality of product. Yeah, and so um, we pitched our idea. And, and with that is we had had training prior from, to, from, BAM from you guys, <laughs> BAM consulting. You guys actually have been very awesome. instrumental to us. You know, I know we met you guys through the Midland Entrepreneurial Challenge, but even after that, we became friends and have worked together since then. And you guys have really been very instrumental to what we need to look for in a business, you know, our market, uh, our niche, you know, things mm -hmm. like that, that make you really think about your business. And thinking outside of that, that's the one thing I really think y'all helped us with, like going to sit and watching the traffic. That yeah. really came from y'all. That's a Michael Golden yes, right there. Yes. No, I said, yeah. how, how are you going to know what the, the, the movement is? Mm -hmm. How many people are going to come through the door? How can you... Calculate that yeah. and times of year and all this stuff. You have to put all this together to get the whole picture. And that's what we've done. And uh, when we moved in here, 
Talk about blow your mind. Because I'm thinking, no way. No way. Can't do this. Where am I going to get the money to build this? I mean, this was four concrete walls and a concrete floor. Yeah. I'm like, good Lord. We talked to them. They loved what we did. They said, well, you're going to go to a bank? And I said, yeah, we'll have to go to the bank. And they said, well, don't have to. Say what? <laughs> I said, okay, you got my attention. Yes. Okay, what, what do you mean? Well, we'll find it. Just pay us back in your rent. Okay. We walked out of that meeting. I looked at her. She looked at me, and she goes, I, I, I don't know that I just believed what just happened. Right. I mean, who does that? Who does that? Not, nobody. And the same thing with the jewelry. Let me just tell you one quick story. For sure. We go to the 100th anniversary of the intertribal powwow in Gallup, and we're just there walking around, just meet and greet. And this is where all the Native Americans bring their best pieces from pottery, art, weaving, jewelry, and it's all judged. Oh, and they get okay. the blue ribbons and all. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it's top of the top, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is where we meet the artists that we want to carry. Uh, you know, and, and build, so start building a relationship mm-hmm. with them. So there's a set of Navajo pearls we have here that are the largest Navajo pearls ever made. Maribel sees them in the showcase and she goes, "I've got to have those." And I said, "You know, everything's bigger in West Texas." <laughs> and I said, "Well, those are some big pearls." So we look at the name. It says Tanner. The guy we're talking to, and there's a couple sitting next to us, and they get to arguing over which Tanner it is, and we don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Okay. But this lady says, this is Ellis, I mean, Joe Tanner's piece. We're good friends with him. In fact, we're having dinner with him here in a minute. So you be at his place at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. He'll be expecting you. Wow. Yeah. It was that easy. We said, okay. (laughs) So we get up, we go to this place. This is the old courthouse in Gallup that they have their store in. It's three stories. We ring the doorbell because you don't just walk in. It's, it's by open. appointment no. only. Okay. And she answers the door. She's a very sweet lady. How can I help you? We don't have any appointments right now. And we said, well, we met some people. And we're trying to think of their name. We couldn't remember. And they told us to be here. And she and she's talking to us. said, you had dinner with them last night. And she looked. Oh, yeah, you're the, okay. Well, come on in. Awesome. Well, what happened right there? That's the oldest trading post in Gallup. It's 150 years old, all in the same family. Oh, wow. When you walk in to their store, the very first covered wagon that they used is in the showroom. The very first car they ever used and the very first truck hey, is wow. all in their showroom. Yeah. The whole <laughs> The whole history of that yes. store. The That's legacy. Yeah. Yes. So the reason I'm telling you this story is, after meeting them, we became uh, family. Yeah. It, it was a process, but we became family. And that was something that changed us dramatically because it opened doors that we couldn't have opened in 50 years of doing mm. Because of the time yeah. that the the amount of years they've been in business, the 150 years that they've been in the, the business in the same family, that carries a weight with even the natives. They know who the Tanners are. Why? Because they're back in the day, they were a trading post. Like they traded the goods. Mm -hmm. And so they supported a lot of Native families with the trade. And so that carries weight. And they actually know a lot of the families, generations of silversmiths and, you know, coming Mm up, weavers weavers and everything. And so that just opened up a door for us that basically we can let customers know when you come in, you tell me what you need and I will get it for you. You know, it won't be exact. If you have a picture, it won't be the same one, yeah, but it'll be similar. Yeah. But we have those connections now that we can just pick up the phone and say, hey, we have a customer and this is what they need. We have 100-year-old rugs. So somebody wants to decorate their house with rugs. You tell me your color schemes and we will find you the right rugs for you. 100-year-old. 100-year-old rugs. Right over there, right Those next are 100 to Those are 100 years old. Those are 100 years old. They look hand, brand new. <laughs> yes, hand spun. I'll hand show you all the pictures in a minute. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to show you a picture of a rug, and we're going to show you a picture of those Navajo pearls that we do carry yes, in the store awesome. so you guys can see it. But we'd love to have all of you guys out there listening come by and, and just take a look. Mm-hmm. And we'd hey, love we to share you. the we history of it. Yeah, we invite you in. Anybody that's walked through these doors will tell you I will talk their ears off. <laughs> and I'm a pretty quiet guy at the time. <laughs> But when you come in here, you're talking my passion. Yeah. So I want you to learn about Native American culture, what the stones mean to them, why they build it, the way they build it, mm-hmm. and you, to get you to have an appreciation more for what you're doing. Absolutely. So yeah. right there, 
that's another golden nugget. You're talking about the customer experience. Yes. It's experience all the way through walking through the doors, coming in, the stories, the history, right. you know, what the meaning of it all. Mm -hmm. And then when you purchase it, you, you know, then you put your hands on it. But then you, when you purchase, it's like your piece of that history. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That you just that you just explained to them and broke it down to them. And now, it, even if they don't buy anything, they're walking out with, with an experience. And that's one of the things that we really believe in, the customer experience. When you walk in, I want you to experience holding it, feeling it, touching it. But you're going to know about that artist. You're going to know about the jewelry that you're buying. And that's one of the things that I believe makes us different. Absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. what makes us different is that we love, one, the jewelry, but we can tell you about it. And you can walk out knowing you know about it. So when, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're out and about and somebody's like, oh my God, I love your necklace. I love your earrings. You can tell them the story about it. Right. You know, so then it's carried on and, and you get to boast about it because huh. you know, oh, this is so-and-so artist yes. and you need to come uh -huh. see Eagle Shadow. They will let you know all about it. And so that's that's appreciation right there. Absolutely, absolutely. Because it goes beyond yes. just what your, your message is, right? Yes, and we've had people, customers come in, you know, with, uh, they purchase jewelry from, from other turquoise companies and those companies don't guarantee their jewelry. And these are online companies. I realize, again, prior to this, remember I said there's a lot of online jewelry companies and some of them don't guarantee their product. We do. If I, if you buy something from me, you lose a stone, it falls apart, whatever happens, you bring it back to me because I'll either fix it or replace it. Mm. That's how much we stand That's behind. That's another customer at experience no charge, at, no, at charge. no charge to them. Now, if you're bringing me a piece from another company, oh, yes. I mean, I will charge, there's a fee, yeah, for sure. but I will fix it. Mm -hmm. And you know, we've had so many newer customers come in because of the experience we've, we've gained them, yeah. if you will. Oh, sure. And so yeah. that's another thing that we offer. We offer repairs to any, anyone's jewelry. And another thing that we've actually started has been styling appointments. That's very important to us. Styling. Styling appointments. So a lot of people have Native American jewelry, but they think they can only wear it in the Western uh, industry style, right. if you so, will. Okay. And so I wanted, when I first started, I told Keith, I was raised in the uh, Western industry. A lot of you out there listening, if you, you guys are have been Midlanders, you guys will probably remember a store called Dollar Western Wear. We still uh -huh. have one in Lubbock. Uh -huh. So I worked that store all through high school. Okay. I was raised on a farm slash ranch. Those, those are my roots. You know, my dad was raising Charley cattle. So turquoise has always been a part of, mm -hmm. of who we are and in the Western industry. But I told Keith, I want to do a crossover. I want people to wear it on a daily basis and I want to teach them how to do it. Mm. So that's another thing that we want to have our customers experience. You come in, it doesn't matter what style you have, yeah. I will help you put that together. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the things that we've started here recently. And we've had two to three appointments already and they have, they have blown their mind, you know? And so that's how much we believe in our product that's awesome. and what we do. Yeah. I want to see that on YouTube. Oh, oh yeah, you will. definitely. Yeah, okay. We can, we can definitely work cool. on that. Yes. Um, trying to put it on, I mean, a lot of TikTokers out there. Yeah. I do a lot of try-ons and how to style your jewelry on TikTok. Okay. And so I do, you know, short little videos. Yes. I let oh, you know what good. pieces I'm doing and then how to stack them and try to just educate people. We had another customer come in and ask us if we would offer an educational night. Oh yeah. You know, that would be. Good. And so we definitely take customers suggestions into consideration because one, they know what what they're looking for. And so if we open up the doors and try that market, you know, we just want to educate people on, right. does anybody know how the native Americans learn silversmithing? Hmm. Good question. Yeah, right. I couldn't answer. Well, we do. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? We, know and so, we have some answers. <laughs> yes, we have some answers. And so that's kind of what me and her got to talking about that day. And, you know, she's, she was a teacher at Trinity and she said, you know, I think education is, is where people run. They want to know. People want to have knowledge. And you guys have it. And I think you guys should, should share it. And so that's another little yeah. avenue that, you know, we might start up. That's another aspect is a value add. Yes. It is. So you're adding value right. at every level possible. Everywhere that we can find. Right. And I think it right. solidifies a business when you know and you have the knowledge and you mm -hmm. share it. Yes. And we're about sharing how we got here, how things you know, how we struggled. I don't think there's any shame in doing that. I don't think there's any, 
you know, oh, you know, I can do it better. No, I, I think if we all learn from each other's mistakes and help each other grow and support each other as a small business, I think, you know, one, the, the business owner feels it and feels more confident in, in riding that difficult wave they're in at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I can hear people uh, give their testimony on, okay, how did you overcome, you know, the month of April when you sold nothing, you know, just st- stuck to it, believed it. And, and, you know, there was a month that we were really slow. I think it was July and it was a lot of people, you know, travel out of town and we kind of yeah. lo- were looking at each other. July was really slow. Yeah. Right before school started. Right. And we're like, okay, and we had a thought, how are we going to pay rent this month? Yeah. You know? And so we looked at each other and said, you know what? We don't have to worry about that because we believe that if the Lord opened the doors, he is also our provider. And so again, people of faith, you pray and you expect. So you pray, you expect, and you stand. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that's kind of the process that we go through. And the last day of the month, lady walks in. She says, I need to be outfitted. So we chose earrings, necklace, bracelet, ring, pays for not only our rent, but carries us over to the next month yep. with flying colors. Wow. You know? Yeah. So if you're out there listening, you know, it doesn't take much. Just believe in your vision. Believe in what God has told you and stand on it. Mm-hmm. And and I'll that's say, not. I'll say this: work it, but work it with excellence. Yes, that's the one thing that I preach more than anything. Mm-hmm. Do what you do with excellence. If you walk in here and we y'all come see us, but you walk in here, I believe this story is done with excellence. And everybody that walks in here stops and they just look at it and go, wow, wow. It, right. it is a wow. But you have to have that in you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because when we build pieces, if it's not right, we tear them up and do them again. It has to be right. And now let me just put this in because this is a whole different day for this business. Native American jewelry has always been the jewelry that never depreciates in value. Ah, yes. Because it's wearable art. So as an artist dies, their pieces go through the roof. But today we're facing that turquoise itself, Southwest turquoise, by 2024 will be the most expensive mineral there is. And we're already seeing it reflected. Yeah. Okay, so this is no longer tourist jewelry. This is high. These are gemstones now. Gemstones. These are all all measured by carat weight weight now. Oh. Like a diamond. Like a diamond. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah, well. <laughs> but it's changed because people are usually looking at this jewelry and, and saying, okay, you've got a mark for this, but what's your lowest price you can do? <laughs> now, you've never seen anybody go to Zales no. or, you know. Try to bargain. Yes. Okay. Well, those days are over. Mm. Okay. It's not, it's not tradable like that anymore. Mm. Now, if you go to a place and that's what they're doing, it makes the sense. educational night. Yeah, but well, that's a nice teaser there. That's awesome. So I'm I'm really impressed, like because when it goes back to life imitates art. Yes. Right, and it is art. It's all art. You're wearing art. Mm-hmm. You're you're living like you're in a piece of art. Right. And, you know that's how you're you're that's moving you're forward and right. navigating the waters, right, mm-hmm. of reality. Y'all, y'all are in the art piece, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah, because you're you're living what you're selling. Exactly. Exactly. You know, there's there's no differentiation, right? So when somebody wants to start a business, we'll find what that is. Right. Exactly right. And no matter where you're at, what your market is, you know, all those factors matter for sure. For sure. Yes. Yeah. But it's not the overall writing factors. Right? There's yeah. one overriding factor. If you don't have that one element, it's going to be hard to make it. You don't yeah. have anything. Yeah. Right. I always say tell people, find, do what you find yourself doing. Hmm. Okay. If you're doing a service, for, look at that service as a business. Yeah. People are needing it. You're doing it for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're just doing it for free. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You figure out the best figure way. Figure out to, the best way to turn that into something uh-huh. greater. And that's when your market and your research and everything right. comes into play. Yeah. Right. Yes. It's like, you know, it's done. You just got to get there. Right. That's exactly right. And the other thing I think people listening, how do you define your business or how do you find it? How do you find your idea? Mm-hmm. Right. And just like he explained, but you also find it in what you love to do. Mm-hmm. You know, just like he said, what you love to do is what you will find yourself doing. Yeah. Right. So write those ideas down, 
not all of them will come to pass. Sometimes they're just good ideas, mm -hmm. but sometimes they are very valuable ideas. And we're people that like to problem solve. Everybody likes to problem solve. Mm -hmm. You tell me your problem. How can we, how can we solve it? Right. And so I think sometimes we, we look at starting a business. That's a large vocabulary word. Start your business. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are intimidated by it. Yeah. So I want you guys out there mm -hmm. contemplating to, and, and opening a business to look at it different. How do I solve a problem? Mm -hmm. And so if people are coming to you to solve problems, then that's what you got to look at. Look at that problem. And how did you solve it? And then that's how you know, okay, I bring value to people. I bring the solution mm -hmm. to people. That's how you start a business. Right. Solution problem, solution. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. It's in all the business plans. You know? It is. Right. It is. But yeah. sometimes small business owners mm -hmm. are afraid of that. Well, yeah. how do I put that? Like, I don't know how to put my idea on paper, mm. you know? So I'm, I'm trying to simplify it, put it more in day-to-day lifestyle yeah. way. Well, again, just another plug for you guys. Y'all helped us do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. We had an idea, but we couldn't get it out of the box. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you wrote that business plan with us, and we started looking at numbers and, and answering all these questions. It started unpacking the box. Right. Oh, wow. We got to look out here. Yeah. Okay. So I recommend anyone in Midland or Odessa or wherever you're from this area, if you're thinking about starting a new small business, you need to talk to Bam them. is your guy. Well, I appreciate you. No, it's the truth. I mean, we couldn't have done it without you. And I told you the other day, we still have that business plan. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we, look, we look at it all the time because I look at the That's numbers awesome. and I go, you know, we projected these numbers in this business plan before we even had a piece of jewelry. Wow, we've done pretty good. <laughs> and for those of you out there too. That's so awesome. Yes, for those of you guys, I, I want to give you some percentages because those are important too mm -hmm. in business. You know, I know that if you're doing what you love, sometimes you don't look at numbers, right. you know, yeah. but we have compared last year to today, like a year to date comparison. And we've done over almost 30% more than all of last year, than all of last year. That's beautiful. And we're yeah. not even to our busiest season. Like last uh -huh. year we did everything during the Christmas you know, season, holiday season. Holiday season. Yeah. And so we're looking at it and, and we're like, wow, it's just blown our mind, you know? So we're hoping from here to after the holidays that it's a 50% increase, increase. Mm -hmm. you know, those are little numbers. I realize that, but they're big to us. Oh yeah. No, you know, it's incredible. For, well, on for, our original scale of that business plan, we didn't have a 50% increase. No. After the first year. No. <laughs> you know, we're sitting there going, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, to put that on a business plan is, I wouldn't, yeah, no, wouldn't there's no it. way. That's, yeah. And, and even if you, yeah, <laughs> and even if, even if you put it down, the bank's going to be like, exactly. There's no way. It's, it's, it's grandiose. Yes. You know, your, your head's in the clouds. Yeah. Right. right? Let's come back down here. Let's, right. Because <laughs> we're planning. Let's get, let's we're get planning, reality. Mm -hmm. Right. We're, we're trying to plan as real as going to get. And if it does better. Oh. Yeah. I mean, if that, when you create a business plan, what, what do you think would be the average? Right. Well, right, first you right, get your right. ceiling. Your ceiling, where's your break-even point? Right. Then what's your average to, okay, what should you do? Then you scale it down. Right. To yeah, because maybe, you're trying to be reasonable. Because life happens. Yeah. Things happen, right? right? Everything's moving. But it's beautiful when now you're just about to incredibly increase. If you go to 50, I'm assuming I probably put 15, 20% growth, maybe 10 to 20, somewhere, somewhere there. around there. Yeah. yeah, I think we did, was, I think we did I think 20. 20. 20 was like our, 20. a good number. Well, we yeah. thought that was a fair number. Yeah, and it uh, is. For any business yeah. to grow 20% year over year, you're yeah. doing good. Yeah. You're yeah. paying your bills. You, That's right. You can buy more inventory. You can probably hire at that point. You know, mm -hmm. you're getting along. Now, you're not necessarily putting away for your retirement yet. Right. But you're doing good. No, but you're, yeah. you're, you're working. You're building. Yes, you're building. building it. But to go in the 50, in the you know 30 to 50 range, yeah. you, you're dub doubling, more than doubling what you expected. Oh, yeah. So that's exciting for, what do you, okay, what's next? Yes, oh, yeah. what's hey, next? Let's go, you you know. Know. And, you know, another little Michael Golden Nugget is like, he always used to say, I don't know if y'all remember this, but keep it fresh, new, and exciting. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So everything's different. And that's what you're bringing on. Yes. You're bringing in new things to do, the, yes. the styling. And, and, and that's yeah. th thanks to our customers bringing in, in ideas. And you being open to listening to them. Yes. And I write these down. That's how so help you build your I want you guys listening best. out there to be receptive to receiving suggestions, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? That bad suggestion that you're like kind of hits the pride. When that pride dies and you really listen to it, 
that's a problem mm-hmm. they're bringing to you. And they the only reason they bring that problem to you is because they know you have a solution. Right. They see it, but you can't see it through your pride. Mm-hmm. So being a business owner, you got to lay your pride down. Lay it all down because it's better to be innovative and solve people's problems than try to. Right. So it's it's the classic growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Exactly. Right? And that's what that is. If you have a fixed mindset, you're going to take it personal. You're going to keep it there. And you're yes. not changing anything. That's right. 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 Even you're even more concrete. Like I am not going to change it. Exactly. They're wrong. That's right? Right. But if you're growing, if you're looking to evolve and, and yeah. move forward, yeah. you're going to be like, OK, let me see what they're talking about. At exactly. least, you know, dive into it. And if there's something there, great. You f- you're able to be able to be innovative. You can fix it. Maybe your process change makes it easier for you. Makes mm-hmm. the, oh, sure. Make the, well, yeah. you know. A friend that works retail brought to me styling appointments. He was, had a day off. He came in and he saw me interacting with a customer and how we put things together for her. Check her out. Customer leaves. And he looked at me. He's like, you know, you could create a styling appointment. I said, what do you mean? Now he's yeah. retail clothing, right? right? And he's the one that brought the idea to me. I said, you know what? That is a great idea. So I wrote it down. You know, I worked with him and I said, okay, tell me what, how can we solve this problem? And he said, when offer them, offer it to anybody, no charge, do not charge for your Mm -hmm. styling appointments. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, so what's the catch? He said, bring them in. That's your hook. That's it. Yeah. Once you get them in, style it for them. And they're going to say, oh, all right. Oh, I'll take that necklace. Oh, I'll take this. It feels good on me. Yeah. (laughs) And so for people, yeah, yeah, for people out there in retail or, or, you know, just any problem that they bring to you, find the solution, brainstorm, even with the customer that brought it to you say, okay, I'm going to take you up on it, but let's walk this out together. Mm -hmm. How would you like us to do this? Because they're your consumer that's going to tell you how they want it. Yeah. I mean, that's golden. Yeah. You know, you're solving a problem by them bringing it to you and you're like, okay. And then they see you as even more knowledgeable. You build a foundation. They're like, no, you don't buy any, any more turquoise from anybody. Buy it from these guys. These guys yeah. know what they, they're doing. Yeah. So you yeah. create credibility. Yes. That's the key right there. Credibility and you're the authority in your industry. Right. Right. Knowledge, expertise, mm-hmm. you know, with real roots in what you're doing. You know, you're rooted. And that's something Michael always talks about too, right? He's like, yeah. be authentic. Exactly. You know? you know, the thing that's our biggest compliment to this date is we've had several Native American artists come here. And every one of them. I love my jewelry in your gallery. Anything you need. It looks good in your gallery. I look good in your gallery. <laughs> I, look good, yes. I look good in your gallery. That, and that's the number one compliment. And they want to be here. Yeah. We don't even have to beg them to come. Hey, you want, yeah, we're there. Yeah. You know, and they show up. Right behind you is a weaving loom. I was looking at that earlier. Uh, yes. One day, a man and his wife came in, and they were Navajo. And they're looking around the store, and they see that loom. And they said, you know, your loom's broken. I said, yeah, it's a just a sample kind of thing, but kids got a hold of it. Started messing with so it. So yeah. the wife is the weaver, and she clears off that mining cart. She sets it up, and she starts fixing it. And she's working on it and working on it and working on it. And she's telling me, well, you need to do this here and you need to do this here and this here. And I said, well, you know, I've always wanted a little rug started on that so people could kind of see how y'all do it. Mm-hmm. And she looks at me, she goes, I'm going to take this home. and I'm going to fix it right. <laughs> and she wove a piece. She, wrote, she brought she it back. And she just went and bought some simple yarn. That's not the kind that you use. And she just wove some so it would look. Yeah. Well, and she brings it back. And I'm like, whoa. Thank you. And she goes, well, it just needs to be right. That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. That's well, excellence. That's exactly. excellence. And we want to represent them. Now, now the right. thing and of excellent. it is, her husband comes back in just the other day, and he says, she's coming back, and she wants to know if you want to do a school. She's going to bring her loom, and she wants to bring people in and teach them how to do it. Oh, wow. And I thought, that's cool. That's going to well, be Well, let me tell you something. That's a big deal. It's a lot. Yeah. Because they don't share that outside there, mm. and they trust us enough. Yeah. That they're willing to do it. Right. That These are high compliments. Oh, they yeah. don't seem like they would be. But when you get mm-hmm. that kind of autograph from the original, yeah, that's a big deal. Absolutely. From from that world, that perspective, yeah. that is that is the highest compliment they can give. And that, is, lends, is respect. To, right. that lends to us credibility. 100%. You know, they say we're authentic, so we're authentic. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of our like our logo, if you will. Buy beauty, buy turquoise, buy authentic. Uh, Oh, okay. Because, so, I mean, it's beauty. It's, it is. It's, that's the reflection of it. Mm-hmm. And so 
buy the turquoise, but buy authentic. Buy authentic. Buy authentic. Because it's beautiful. Yes. That's right. Well, I love it. I love it all. I just want to say congratulations to you, your guys' success. You. You're, how long have you been? 2019? 2019. When did you open these doors? Last uh, year, December 10th, last year. This year will be, uh, this December will be a year that we're actually open here in Ally Village. Wow. It's just just starting out. Just starting out. Let's go. Amen. <laughs> That's right. So tell everybody where they can find you, all your social media, everything you got. Tell them all the handles. So you can find us on um, Instagram and Facebook, Eagle Shadow Trading Post. It's kind of long. When we try to find the name, they were already taken. Mm -hmm. So it's our whole name, whole Eagle Shadow Trading Post. And then you can find us on TikTok, Eagle Shadow. And you'll, you'll find us there too. And that's kind of where I just give tips on how to wear it. And then you can find us online at um, eagleshadow.com. So we did have that little handle that was shorter. And we are located 200 Spring Park Drive, Spring Park Drive Suite 104, 104 here at uh, Ally Village, right, right next to behind Black Raffle Coffee and Ally Village Shooting Layout. Yeah, same place where Cork and Pig and Cowboy Prime. And Cowboy Prime. Yes. yes. So awesome. Come so, see us. Man, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah. yeah, love it. Yeah, just it let us know whatever we can help. Even if we can help some of your customers, you know, we're willing to volunteer if you ever need someone to to help you out. Just encourage awesome. someone. We want to pay it back. We yeah, want to pay it back. We want to pay it back. Absolutely yeah. appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Guys. And I know that Michael would appreciate that because he was very instrumental as well. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, you know, we appreciate you and him, mm -hmm. and his wife is very precious. So thank Absolutely. you. Thank you for what you guys are doing and actually taking it forward, like even continuing on, you know, I, I believe that's what Michael would want you guys to do. Absolutely. I know he would. And he would love to hear y'all story, you know, he is. He is. He is. Absolutely. well, and you yeah. guys, you know, just so you guys know out there really quick, these guys will come see you no matter where you're at. We'll they will support yeah, your good. business for us. When you guys came out and saw us in Odessa, see, I remember that. <laughs> so thank yeah. you for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, y'all, you know, continue success. Much, much love. Thank and you. And we'll thank see you. you guys. All right. Thank you. Bye.